This episode of EM Weekly has been archived. The ideas presented by the former host of EM Weekly may not reflect or represent the values of the Readiness Lab and the Doberman Emergency Management Group. Out of respect for the guests who contributed to this episode, it remains available online. EM Weekly starting right now, bringing emergency managers from around the world together to learn, share and collaborate. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ian Weekly. And yes, we are on a wrong, the different day. I was about to say the wrong day, but it is Dan's show that we normally do on Wednesdays, which is the EM student. So we're doing a special collaborative issue here because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And I don't know if Dan's wants to be here with me on Thanksgiving morning. And I don't know if you guys will join us either. So we're going to do it today. And But it is our special, it is our special um, book. Giveaway day, and uh, Dan, welcome to the show. Welcome to your own show, or welcome to my show. Where are we at with this? We're a combination <laughs> of shows today. So okay, so, so. What, was, what was that? I interrupted you. Sorry, Dan's, Dan's grumpy today. We smiled right now, so that's a good thing. So you know we have a special guest, Dan, and um, I don't know if you've you know knew about this or not, but I'm going to bring her on anyway. And because she actually has put out some of her own recommendation readings, recommended readings. <clears throat> and so I said, okay, look, it, we have to bring her on the show. And her name is Isamar. Isamar, welcome to EM Weekly slash EM Student slash Thanksgiving special show. <laughs> book giveaway, you. you know. So. Good morning. Good morning. Pleasure to be on. So as you know, Isamar. Reading is very important, right? And it, and it keeps us going forward. It keeps us learning. And so I've always talked about books. We've always had authors on this book. you know. Um, and so this is the fourth annual 10 top 10 books that belong on an emergency manager's bookshelf. And so we shall bring in what those uh, books are. So Producer Brian, please bring up the Facebook group. Now I know some of you that are LinkedIn were really interested in voting um, and could not do it because you did not have a Facebook page. I really wanted to work with LinkedIn on the, um, on, on doing it, but I could not have, their, their poll just didn't work the way Facebook's did. So this is kind of where we're at. And I do apologize for those that wanted to vote, but couldn't get involved and uh, we'll deal with that um, next year. So, but book number one, is Five Days at Memorial by Sherry Fink. Um, I have my own opinions on the book, and we'll start with Isamar. What do you think of that book? That's a new one for me. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll move on to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a decent book. And I, I, you know, it's a, it's a good book. Um, I was surprised it came in number one. Um, but uh, you know, it is definitely it's definitely worth the read as it as it relates to uh, emergency management and response. So let's recap the book really quick. Five days at Memorial um, is written about the Memorial Hospital at, at uh, in New Orleans that flooded out, and it was controversial there in a the sense because there was a bunch of um, elderly patients, infirm patients um, that uh, died uh, there, and the allegations went. That it was a uh, basically they euthanized them, um, and at the end of the day, 
they no one was convicted. Um, and the beginning part of the book I like because it talks about emergency management principles, things like this. I get into that. And then, um, but the end of it really got more into the legal aspect of things. And it was, it was as I call it, MFI, uh, mildly something interesting. And uh, I, it was okay. I, I, I mean, I think it was, I'm, I'm split on the book. I, I don't think I would have put it on number one, but this is the people's choice, right? So this is your choice. So number one is five days of memorial. And uh, then we're moving down to the next one. I think it related, though, I'd like to say something on, on the book. I think it related to um, with ethics. Mm. Uh, on the ethical decisions that were made, uh, which is one of the, you know, right now is one of the top subjects of emergency management, ethics and emergency management and decision making uh, in, in crisis. Absolutely. So it did it did touch on that, you know, so um, I, that's one of the aspects of the, the response that took place and then the decisions that were made and whether they were ethical or not um, and how they can play a role in, in this story in future incidents. Um, so, it, I, I mean, ultimately, I I enjoyed that aspect of the book, but I wouldn't have picked number one. <laughs> well, you know, you could have voted, and uh, I did. I did vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're it. Uh, Crisis challenge and how to lead. Now, this is one. Of, this is one of my favorite books so far, and um, I've had Eric McNulty on the show um, a couple times. Uh, he he's a prolific writer as well. Uh, part of the Harvard uh, National uh, or so the the uh, Leadership Institute over there. And what I find interesting, too, um, is that, I mean, it's just more than just this book, right, on his writing. So maybe I'm a little bit biased on that because I do enjoy uh, what he writes. So that is number two. And Ismar, have you read this book? No, I have not. I've read the other one. I have, I, I'll, I could input on the next one. Okay, cool. <laughs> this that's one good. I have not. Right. That's fine. You know, um, but it, it is good. So Daniel, what do you think of, of this one? <clears throat> I think it's a, you know, it's a great book. Um, it has, you know, it's, it's academic. It's academically written. It's it, it's there's a lot of a lot of educational stuff in there. It, there's a lot of studies. Um, it was it was you know developed by top, some of the top minds, not only in emergency management but in in, in academia. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a very good book. Very you know if you're looking to really learn, but it it, it, it I mean it dives very deep to like the basic level of leadership in in, in decision making and the a lot of different studies to that reflect back on on the leadership that is, that is uh, um, kind of expected out of an emergency manager. So I, and this is, uh, this is a book I highly recommend. So, okay. So next one down um, is uh, Kelly McKinney. So interesting enough that he, he, he put a lot of books up there, uh, but unthinkable who survives when disaster strikes by Amanda Ripley. And this seems to be a perennial on the top 10 list. Uh, I almost want to put this like just there, right? It's just, it's there because every year so far it's made the list. Different huh. rankings, but it's made the list every year. So, okay, so Samara, so as soon as you read this one, go ahead. You get to. Uh, I liked it on the fact that it was a, it was an easy read for the history of disaster planning. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, you can follow right through it. It, it basically t- uh, gave you examples of how to assess your gut, um, how to assess. The, well, I'm, I'm new to EM or even in the field, I'm an aspiring. So I, I'm trying to understand the the history of it and just trying to get that, see where the gut feeling goes into to making those decisions it, while disaster planning. I think it was it was a good insight on on my read. Definitely staying on my bookshelf. For sure. I got a signed copy, so it's not leaving my bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. 
I know I like the book. I think, it, you know, it, it did dive down to the, the importance of education, uh, especially educating children, but also, you know, brought the importance of drilling and exercising uh, plans in emergency situations. Um, this book is actually being used in classrooms that are that are um, being utilized for crisis leadership. Uh, so it's I mean, it's a, it's definitely going to be one of the it, it, and as you said, it's been here on this list for a long time, but it's probably going to remain on this list. And there's still a lot of people that haven't read it, which is right. surprising. Um, but there are some you know great stories in there on uh, training uh, instinct and just listening to uh, children as aspect of being taught in the classroom as well. You know, it's it's not a new it's not a new book by any means, right? I mean, and I've actually had the the pleasure of seeing Amanda Ripley speak twice. Uh, once at the IAM conference, um, and one other conference I went to, I forget which one it was, but <clears throat> that's where I got the signed book from. It wasn't like I know or anything like that. So, um, uh, but the interesting part about it though is I, I like it as something that you can give or use when you're teaching in the community. I don't know. There is value to it, so I don't want to say there's no value. I don't, I don't know what the value is necessarily for seasoned emergency managers, but what I like about it is the storytelling that's in it and that she's able to, to really motivate people. Uh, but one of the lessons I did learn from this, and I've done it ever since, is I as many times as I fly, I still pay attention now because of her book to the um, – uh, the demonstration I do, how to put your seatbelt on, the mask, all nine yards. I read the back of the pamphlet every single time I get in there. I look at the exits on the airplane to know where I am in relation to that, and that's because of this book. So, um, and there's also the 9/11 story um, that I love uh, in there too, and I, I use this a lot um, with the idea of uh, the Morgan Stanley story, where they kept drilling everybody to get out, and everybody survived from Morgan Stanley except for the director of security and their and their uh, their president because they went back upstairs to check to see if everybody was out and I think that's a great telling story. As well. All right, so um, next book down and now the next book down I have not read. Uh, I know about it uh, and it's on my list to read. And it's Team of Teams uh, by Stanley McChrystal. Ismar, have you read this one? I have not. It is also on my to read list. Okay. So we're not going to get deep into this one. Okay, Daniel, have you read it? <laughs> no, I haven't, but it's actually on the bookshelf. Oh, what? Yeah, it's okay. on the bookshelf, but I have not read it yet. Okay, here's the rules to the bookshelf thing, right? <laughs> Put the book on your bookshelf, but you need to read the books that are on your bookshelf. It's just, it's not a display piece right there. Practice what you <laughs> preach, buddy. Practice what you <laughs> preach. No, I think we all are guilty of having <laughs> enough books that uh, we haven't read on No, our that's bookshelf. so true. That's so true. No, but I, I've heard a lot of good things about Team of Teams. Um, if anybody in the comments uh, want to say anything about Team of Teams, that would be great. But uh, I, I see it as being um, one of those go-to things as far as leadership goes. Stanley Crystal, obviously, uh, one of the great generals that we've had um, you know, here in the United States. And uh, he's I've heard him speak on it. I've heard him speak about the book. I've heard him uh, lecture, um, and, and I've learned a lot from those lectures. If the lectures are anything like what's in the book, it's gonna it should be an awesome book, and it's nice to see that. Whoa, what happened there? We did have a comment in um, on LinkedIn. I think Eileen, a uh, team of teams was included in the books for those attending the leadership workshop given at Naval Postgrad at IAEM. Oh, there you go. That's why yeah. it's on. That's why it's on this list. Jeff, um, it's kind of funny because he nominated his own book, which is okay. I, I actually encourage that. 
and it made the top 10. And uh, this is the book that we're going to be giving away today. And um, so it's Rethinking Readiness. I read the book. I was honored that Jeff asked me to pre-read it. What I mean that is I got it before it was even uh, before it was published. And uh, uh, it was it's a really good book. It's, it's really written. And I think that if you take a look at this and rethink the way we need to prepare our communities, uh, the resilience model, making communities more robust, that's what that gets into. Now we're getting down into the... Um, Okay, I know this one, um, Daniel. You you like this book here, Disaster by Choice. Um, you want to talk about that? You know, it's just it's a, it's just a good book as far as like getting getting some um, additional knowledge and just understanding EM. I mean, there's also one, a Disaster by Design, uh, which is a great uh, addition to that um, partnership with this book. Ismar, I have not. Okay. I am getting a lot of books to start collecting, though. <laughs> That's what this is all about, right? <laughs> okay, so extreme ownership. Um, I'll start off on this one. You know, I, I think it's it's an okay book. You know, what I mean by that is I know a lot of people love it. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped one. Black Swan and, and Extreme Ownership. They both have they're both tied. So, but we'll we'll start with Extreme Ownership. The only thing I, I didn't like about it, and maybe it's because of my my background, is that it, it he. He told, and I, I have to be honest here. I didn't read the book; I listened to it. So maybe it's a different experience by listening to it than it is by reading it. Um, but told a lot of war stories, um, which is fun, um, I suppose. But you know, and he added it into how those were making decisions on there. And I know a lot of people who who read it just love those war stories. I was like either here nor there about it. But I mean, it's <laughs> right. And it's I now I got again a uh, full disclosure. I actually went to one of his workshops and I got to meet him. The workshop was ex- excellent, right? I mean, I learned a lot in that workshop. The the workbook that I got along with the workshop was excellent. I still refer back to it. Um, I think he has a lot. Jock, Jocko specifically has a lot to add to the leadership uh, world. Uh, but I just the book was meh for me. Yeah, I haven't read it, and I, you know, but I've, I've actively chosen not to read it. So, um, you know, I've, I've, I've heard, you know, hearing, you know, I've heard uh, people rec- that have said they've read it, and you know, for me, you know, I take people if, if you recommend a book, I'll probably go get it. If you tell me, yeah, don't waste your time, I'm probably not going to waste my time. Uh, and I heard uh, more, I've heard more negative about the book um, than positive as it relates to emergency management and leadership versus the positive. So, I cho- I've chosen not to read that. Um, and, and like I said, it's, it's, it's not a bad book, you know, no, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think it is, you know, I can't say that it is that right. I haven't read it. Right. I'm just, I mean, I've just chosen not to read. I just felt that there's a lot of war stories in there, but I suppose if you haven't experienced the military life, um, it maybe give you some insight into what leadership in the military is like, uh, yeah. I, I guess. And so if you weren't in the military, um, you, maybe you get more out of that, those stories than, than, uh, than I did. Brian, can you go back up to the black swan? Oh, Eastmore, did you read the book, Extreme Ownership? No, okay. I have not. Black Swan. This book, uh, again, has been on the, the list a few times, um, nominated by Kelly McKinney. Um, that I find interesting. Um, Black Swan, and we'll, we'll re- we're going to talk about this later because of our some of the things that we have on our list, Daniel and I made the other day. Um, 
I like it a lot. I like the Taleb series that he has. Um, I'm also a fan of Anti-Fragile, um, which goes along with this. Um, and I think that when you start looking at it deeper, that there are less Black Swan events that we have than, than we think about um, than they are um, maybe the Grey Rhino. But Black Swan, Daniel, what do you think of Black Swan? I think that's it's it's a great book. It's a different way of thinking about you know um, emergency and disaster, or, or just safety in general. You know, um, it, it bring that in conjunction with uh, with uh, gray rhino. You know, they kind of play well together. But black swan, it, you know, it they're so rare, but but you know they're there. You know, so uh, why aren't you planning for them, preparing for them? So it's like disasters, emergency, and safety. Uh, you know, you don't think it'll happen, but it's it, odds are it's going to. And if we're not prepared for it, it could take us off guard. So it was, it's a great book. I enjoyed it. I, you know, I have it uh, both uh, hard copy and audio version. Um, so it's it's a great, great book. Great listen, great read. All right. Isamar, you want to comment on that? No, but it's good to know that you you have it in paper form and in the Audible. So I'm definitely going to hop on that. I do too, actually. I'll say, let's go down to... Um, Oh, it's typo. It's my fault because you can see I probably put that up there. Typo. Leadership is language, not os language. So leadership is language. Um, it's a good book. I again, I, this is one I got to read before it was uh, published. Um, it's it's by written by um, David Marquette, and it is a, a it's basically saying like as. Leadership isn't just somebody coming up and just telling you what to do. It's a it's a way to communicate, uh, and it gets a little bit deeper into uh, leadership communication. That's why I nominated it, and yeah, it got three votes, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> Daniel, thinking fast and slow. Um, why don't you speak on that one? Because I know that you you have a fondness for this book. Yeah, it's 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 a great. It's a, it just brings you. It makes you reflect on your own type of thinking. Um, you know, one of the, the the biggest you know aspects that I that I try and push is the intentionally thinking about things, taking time to actually think things through, um, and decision making as as a, as it reflects to those things. This um, it, this kind of brings it back in a way that says that makes you reflect on the way that you think about things and the way you make decisions and how quickly. Uh, you make them versus how if if you weigh that decision or not, or if you jump to a conclusion uh, based on just a little bit of information based on experience that you have versus getting all the information before you decide to make a decision. Uh, so it's it, when it, in emergency management, it's real easy to, well, we have this happening. We should do this because we've done it before. Um, it, instead of taking the time, taking a little bit of time to really work through work through it and say, you, just because we've done it before doesn't mean it worked the best. So it was a it's a great book to just make you reflect on your yourself, how you think, how you make decisions, and how quickly those decisions come to you. Because uh, you know, think, thinking fast and slow um, is a, is it just makes you reflect on how fast do I make decisions in a certain circumstance uh, versus how slow should I make that decision based on the information that I have. It's a it's a great book. So now we're over to Gray Rhino. I want to talk about that. Um, for a second, Gray Rhino again, like we talked before, is a. Um, I think it's a companion book, even though it's not written that way. Uh, for for the Black Swan, and I, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the fact that she goes into the, her her contention is that um, there are more Gray Rhinos, which are 
things that we know that are out there than are black swans and that we should be preparing for those gray rhinos um, to, to happen. And, and I think a really good example of this is the, um, um, uh, the pandemic that we're in, right? Most of us in emergency management, I don't say all because I never want to put that all across there, but it should be all, um, had some inclination that we're going to have some sort of pandemic at some point. We have in our plans the pan flu plan, right? So this, this should not have put anybody flat-footed that we had a disease come across that was doing what it's doing. So um, that's an example of what a great rhino is. Um, you know, so I, I, I love it. And I think this is our last book coming up here. Um, I really have not heard about the gray rhino. There was also another comment about something about a spider, the starfish and the spider. There are a bunch of different animals going on <laughs> over here. Well, you know, um, I, I'd like to make a comment on Eileen's. She's going through there and she's, she's basically uh, – Putting all the Naval Postgraduate School uh, book list, which is a great book list, which is where I got a lot of my books. Some of them that I still that are on my bookshelf that I haven't read, um, but from that list, so she's done. Ama- she's doing an amazing job uh, putting those those books on there. Go through and pick the, some of those books out because they are great books, uh, and and you don't you don't hear about them if you don't go look for them. And they, Naval Postgraduate, EMI, and EM Weekly, you know they have they have these book lists. Take some time to go look at them, and if you don't have the book, haven't read the book. Take some time to go look at it, and Aline's um, uh, putting some great books on there. Uh, by the you know, by the way, Black Swan's on that list. Uh, Gray Rhino was on that list. A few others that were on here are on that list. Um, so, look in the comments there. She's putting some good good titles in there. Absolutely. Um, last one, and, and then I think the rest of them are just. Uh, are, are, I think this is our tenth one here, um, and it just everything else is done by by like a vote or two. Right, so if you guys want to see the rest of the list, you're more than welcome to come over to the EM Weekly Facebook group and, and look at the list. And what I'll end up doing is I will um, I'll download this list and I'll, I'll publish it um, as a uh, uh, as a word or not word doc, but in a, in a in a post, so you guys can kind of get those and I'll share that with everybody. Um, start with why uh, by Simon Sinek, and if you guys have not heard of Simon Sinek, he has a group that actually goes out. It's a leadership group. And really gets deep into him. He has a couple other books, uh, Why Leaders Eat Last, uh, which he learned from the Marine Corps. Uh, what do you mean by that? Is he actually went out with the Marines and noticed that um, the leaders were eating last. The, the youngest and the lowest ranking person gets fed first, and the highest ranking person gets fed last. Um, so that's that. Um, starting with why, finding your why. And I, I actually took this book to heart uh, on the idea and really sat down and figured out what my why was. Um, and I, you know, kind of run with that. And I, I think it's something that we all should do, even if it's just inside internally as an organization, why do you exist as an organization? And it's not like I exist to make money, you know, or I exist to, you know, do X, right. The, the why exists is like, you know, what does this, um, you know, you know, what's your purpose in life, I guess, in general, it's, it's kind of philosophical. It's a very cognitive type of book. Same with the um, thinking fast and slow. Uh, they're very, they make you, it's a very interpersonal book. They make you introspect a lot and get down to the core of why you do the things that you do. Great reads. I agree. That's it, Daniel. Just I agree. That's it. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I don't want to, yeah, I'm kind of biased because I'm a big fan uh, of Simon Sinek. You know, I have, I have, almost all of his books there's a couple i didn't buy just because i didn't 
there were one, you know, find your why. I didn't, I didn't like that one very much, but the, you know, start with why amazing book. And then his follow-up books. I just, you know, I've just, I have read the um, infinite, the infinite game, which is on my desk right here. That's oh, a great book. He actually gave you a copy of it. You know, the infinite, infinite uh, game is an amazing book. And it's just the way it's, it's how do we change the way we do things and we think about things. And, and that's, for me, that's, you know, that's a big aspect of doing our jobs, but doing it well is to think about things that we do versus just do. Um, just like the thinking fast, thinking slow. You know, it's easy sometimes to just do because you've done it for so long in a certain way. But to think it through and say, is that the best way to do things? Or is, am I doing it? Am I going about it the right way? Uh, so start with why, you know, it's, it's a leadership book. And I think I think emergency managers in general, any well, professionalization in general, it needs to expand the way, you know, expand their reading list. Uh, we shouldn't all be about emergency management disaster, you know, and I know that me and you've talked about that several times, Todd, mm-hmm. um, that, yeah, you can have all these disaster books and that t- teach you how to prepare and be safe and, you know, how to, how to approach leadership and how to do, be leaders yourself. But it, when it comes to a disaster, but there's so many different aspects to what we do that our book list and our, our the way we do things shouldn't just be one fold. It should be, you know, we should be well diverse. You need that self-awareness so that you're able to respond as opposed to shoot, uh, react and shoot from the hip. Exactly. It's good to be able to aware and to shoot from the hip. It really is. I mean, don't get me wrong. You do something for so long, you get very, very good at it. And it's easy to shoot from the hip. But sometimes shooting from the hip isn't the best decision at that time. And it's, it just makes you reflect and think through situations. I mean, uh, statistically, just thinking through a situation makes your reaction to that situation if you're ever encountered with it that much better and much more likely that you're going to respond accurately versus not having think thought about it at all. That's why they say, you know, you got to think about how, what am I going to do? You know, when you go to a hotel, you know, most emergency managers, first responders, they're checking how many doors to the exit, where's the fire extinguisher in comparison to my door. You know, they, they, they think these things through because they have to think it through. When you get on a plane, like Todd said, thinking, where's the closest exit to me? You know, so that I, it's, it's the, you know, we do things so often. He's like, I don't need to listen. I've heard it a hundred times. You know, I've sat, sitting on a plane. Well, I mean, yeah, you've heard it a hundred times, but have you really taken it in? Have you thought about what you're going to do in an emergency? And that's where most people freeze. You're like, ah, it's never going to happen. I'm not going to have to deal with it. And then they freeze in an actual situation. Uh, so it just, it brings a line of thinking differently. Think, thinking through it will actually make you react in an actual situation. Just the thought of what you would do. Even practicing it makes it better. But just thinking through a situation will make it more likely you'll do it accurately. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're we are late for the break. Um, by a lot. Yeah, by a lot. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back in, I want to talk, and we're just going to be a little bit longer show than normal. And I want to talk about um, our reading lists and then um, Isamar, your your reading list that you created. So let's take that quick break. The Outer Limit Supply Company was founded on the idea of providing high quality first aid kits. Their goal is to supply the life-saving equipment you'll need to mitigate the majority of medical or traumatic injuries often seen during austere conditions. Whether it is when you are on the outdoor adventure or your team has responded to a major crisis, the Outer Limit Supply Company provides practical, user-friendly first aid and trauma kits that anyone can use. If you enter EM Weekly at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your purchase. So go to www.outerlimitsupply.com today. Seconds count during an emergency. That's why at Titan HST, 
We're always inventing new technology to help people stay safe and help people who can provide help get connected with people who need help. At Titan HST, we've deployed mesh networking, allowing emergency communication even when networks are down, augmented reality, and real-time translation. We believe in the power of people to help each other stay safe and thrive. Hey, everybody. So VanQuest, who is one of our sponsors here with the VanQuest bags and gear, they are having their Black Friday Cyber Monday sale. It's going on now, right? So you can get um, up to 30% off of the gear there. That's for everybody, right? But since you are an EM Weekly listener, if you use the EM5 Weekly at checkout, you get an additional discount over that 30% off. So that's, that's an amazing deal right now. So if you guys are looking for Christmas gifts, looking for uh, your personal gifts or yourself, uh, check out Bankhouse Gear, get your 30% off, and get your additional uh, uh, discount with the EM5 Weekly at checkout. So thanks for uh, listening to our sponsors. So Daniel, now, now it's your opportunity to get your VanQuest bag that you've been wanting to buy. Oh, you you muted yourself. Thought you were buying that for me for a present. What's maybe, up? maybe for Christmas. I'm going to utilize that discount. That's for sure. So, Ismar. Yes. Before we get too much further into this, um, the I want to say who's the winner of the book, or should we wait to the end? Now we'll do it now. Now let's wait to the end because I'm also going to be doing a special additional to this. Right? There was, somebody has been chosen for a winner. We just picked the name out of the hat randomly, and uh, I don't. Hopefully this person will enjoy the book and the special gift that he'll be getting. Oh, I kind of kind of tinted it. It was a guy, yes, that uh, he'll be getting uh, for uh, pronouns oh, gave you away. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> so, all right. So, what are your top ten books? What are the books that you think that people should have on the bookshelf? Uh, so, two of them were already mentioned in here: the Start with Why and the um, Amanda. Ripley. Ripley. And then uh, what I'm currently reading is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen, uh, Stephen Covey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that one, The Human Side of Disaster by Thomas Drebeck. Yep. Drebeck. Uh, the Checklist Manifesto was um, definitely made it onto one of my lists from Atul Gawande, I believe. Then the moment of truth by Kelly McKinney, ah. definitely the ones that were on my list as of now. I mean, I've already gotten, I've written more just based on this podcast, right. but they, they keep coming in. Kelly's book, the moment of truth is actually um, on the list. But it's down a little bit further on the list. Yeah. Um, and uh, he actually nominated a bunch of people on the, on the book list. But the, uh, the, what I love about that book is it's storytelling. And I think that's something that we have to do as emergency managers is being able to, to engage um, people and be able to tell our story. That's a, a really good book for that, and I highly recommend that one as well. Matter of fact, that was our giveaway, our book giveaway last year. Was oh was, nice? Yeah. At, uh, there's so much jargon. <clears throat> Sorry, there's um, there's a lot of jargon within the field, within any field, and being able to make the community by by way of storytelling, being able to make the community at ease and communicate with them at their level on a um, this is affecting me level as opposed to let let me help you. Um, it 
it was very eye-opening. Absolutely. All right, Daniel, so I'm going to run down our list that we made. Daniel and I had a long phone call the other day, and we sat down and, and made a list of, of books that we think. We actually got more than 10, and uh, I, but we'll go through them all anyway. Some of them already been mentioned. So The Great Rhino and Black Swan for sure, and I put them as a companion book. Like Almost need to read both of them uh, together. Um, we have mentioned this one already. Start with why for leadership. I put anti-fragile on there. Um, I That was recommended by uh, Randy Collins to me. Uh, and I read it, and, and I'm actually, uh, I've read it twice. I'm, I'm going through the second read on it right now with underlying stuff and bringing things, ideas out, and the idea of robustness uh, versus uh, resiliency in communities, and I think that we have a lot to learn from that book. Uh, thinking Fast, Thinking Slow, that was on there. Black Wave, which made the list, but not only people voted for it, and I highly recommend that book. Uh, Daniel Aldrich, he's been on the show. Black Wave, I use it for teaching. Um, at, through my uh, um, at my social impacts of disaster, uh, as an emergency manager, that that's a must read because there's some great lessons that we learned from Japan from that triple disaster, it's an earthquake, tsunami, and, and the nuclear meltdown. Right, so that's what that talks about. You're it. We talked about you're the unthinkable. We talked about. Um, I added Quakeland. Um, I think Quakeland is a great book. It really gets into the history of of earthquakes. Um, and some of the earthquakes that you might not think about, uh, including those that are in Yellowstone, uh, and and not the whole like oh you know the magma is going to come and we're all going to die type thing, but there's some like been some like legit earthquakes over there that has some significant impact on on what we do here as emergency managers and and things that we should think about. Um, Raven Rock by Kelly Garrett. Great book. If you like the history of emergency management, which you should, uh, goes into the days of of the um, civil defense and maybe even a little bit before. Uh, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing story of business co- or, or of government continuity of government uh, of of what that looks like. It gets into nine eleven and how we move the presidents around and the vice president. It's a really well written book. Uh, he also wrote another book that I didn't put on the list here. Uh, it's actually super emotional. It's it's called Last Plane in the Sky or in the Air. Um, I, when I was re- I was listening to that book again uh, when I was driving, and I actually t- I turned the book off and called my wife and just you know let her know hey I'm thinking about you because it just talks about the emotional aspects of of what happened on 9/11 and 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 like how people um, just those simple things of walking out the door without saying goodbye to your wife was yeah. the last you know um, and, and stuff like that so. But anyway, uh, Disaster by Design, we talked about Infinite Game, which Daniel brought up, uh, Rethinking Disasters, uh, which is the book that we're giving away, and A Moment of Truth by Kelly McKinney. And that's the list that we made. And everybody, this these lists right, that we have out here, they are excellent ways to – the holidays are coming up, right? I mean, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, if you want to buy Thanksgiving gifts, I don't know if you guys do that or not. Uh, if you want to do, you know uh, – whether it's the whatever holiday you celebrate during this holiday season, you know, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Festivus for the rest of us, right? You know, uh, buy the gift, buy books. I think a book is always a great gift to give. Um, and it makes you actually have to think about the person and what they would enjoy. Um, it's actually a little bit, I, believe it or not, I think book giving is more personal than just like buying like some slippers at Costco for $10, right? Although the slippers are comfortable. <laughs> They're memory foam. Memory but... foam. <laughs> All right. So, Daniel, would you like to add anything? 
if anybody wants to buy me a, a book, my Amazon list is 90% of books. So just saying. <laughs> my Amazon wish list has got like 90% of that list is all books. That's awesome. I, I want that trolling motor that's behind. That's what I want for Christmas. So, all right, here's the moment of here's the moment of truth. Here's the moment that we all been waiting for, or at least at least some people have been waiting for, because we're going to announce the winner of the book. And not only that, I am actually going to purchase you a EM Weekly um, coffee mug that you can uh, can use as well. So you're going to get a book and a coffee mug because who does not like to drink coffee or tea? I suppose you could use tea if you're a tea drinker um, or whatever beverage that you want to put in that cup as you're reading the book. So you get two for one. I'm really excited to announce. And it's Frederick Seen, S-E-N-N. Um, please reach out to me and give me, I need your address, uh, your mailing address. Um, Frederick is a firefighter paramedic. Um, I'm not sure where he's from. Um, and uh, he's in the EM Weekly group on Facebook. And we'll be reaching out to him over there as well. So, Frederick, congratulations on winning the book. Enjoy it. It's a signed copy of the book. And also enjoy the coffee mug. And I'd like to see a picture of you drinking your coffee and uh, <laughs> with your new book if you if you want to post that up. That'd be great. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you for listening to the, the book list. Everybody who, who commented and, and put uh, other books on there, thank you so much for those comments too. And I'm looking forward to reading some of those books and increasing my books that are on my bookshelf. And I will read them, I promise. Right, Daniel? <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> All right. Join us next week um, when we have... Oh, cool thing next week. I just want to announce that um, there is a initiative coming out of the National Disaster Research Center um, over in Colorado. And it's the 1,000 Letters campaign that they're doing. And we're going to have their director on to discuss that program and a couple of things more. So next week is going to be a special program as well. And it's probably going to, it's going to be a little bit longer than, uh, than we normally have. So I'll see you all next week. Until then, please stay safe and stay hydrated. <laughs>